It's him. Been sitting and stewing about what, what to talk about. There's a lot of things that are weighing heavy on me. Um, I'm struggling really hard to find the positive. I know there's one there. I do. <laughs> I just haven't dug deep enough yet. I haven't found the treasure. So I'm going to leave those things for another day. So today, I want to depart from the deep. Swim in the shallow end for just a little bit. I want to tell you about my favorite movie, which also happens to contain my favorite song. And you'll have to excuse the sniffling, I'm extremely stuffy. And I have a headache. And my arm is throbbing. So, it's going to be a struggle tonight. Yet another reason to stay in the shallow end. And you'll hear noises in the background. That's my son who fell asleep. We're going to continue anyway. <laughs> my favorite movie. Well, let's start with my favorite song, which is the opening song for my favorite movie. My favorite song is 500 Miles by The Proclaimers. Now, many of you listening probably have never heard of this group or this song. When I tell you the name of my favorite movie, that'll probably be the case as well. Because every time I mention what my favorite movie is, people look at me funny and say, never heard of that movie. The Proclaimers. My favorite song, 500 Miles. Why is it my favorite song? it's fun and quirky and upbeat. Non-traditional to say the least. But also because the words. Say perfectly. What's in my heart? My fairy tale <laughs> involves a journey of a thousand miles. Because when 500 miles doesn't get you there, whatever you're after is worth another 500. 500 Miles is a song about a man who is so in love with a woman he knows that he has a desperate need for this woman in his life not just in his life but as part of his life 
he's so in love with her that he sings this song to her. And every verse is filled with instances. Instances? Yeah. <laughs> I had to check and make sure that was a word. Of his love for her. If I go to work, I go to work because I know I'm going to get to come home to you. And if I go out somewhere, I know I'm going to be the man who gets to go out with you. And if I've partied too hard and I end up throwing up, I know I'm going to be the man who's going to get to throw up right next to you. I told you it's quirky. And the chorus says, this man who is so in love says to his woman, I would walk 500 miles and I would walk 500 more just to get to be the man who walks a thousand miles to fall down at your door. That's a great song. In the movie, that this song opens is a movie called Benny and June. And right now you may be thinking, yeah, I've never heard of it. Which is funny because it's got a few big name actors in it. Johnny Depp, Mary Stuart Masterson, to name two the two main characters. And you'll recognize several other faces if you choose to watch the movie. The movie, just like the song, is quirky and odd and non-traditional. And I knew this was going to be my favorite movie early on when our main character, played by Mary Stuart Masterson, is riding in the passenger seat of a car with her brother, with a helmet on and her feet up on the dash. Which, if you've ever ridden on a long trip with me, you will know I almost always put my feet up on the dash. Now, I have not worn a helmet in the car, but give me a helmet and a dare and I just might. <laughs> um, but we see her riding in a car with her brother, feet up on the dash. She, her brother is rambling on about something. 
and she is quietly sitting there looking at the world around her and she looks out her window and she happens to look up in a tree and she sees a man sitting in the tree in a striped vest and a top hat played by Johnny Depp the man not the top hat <laughs> and this man happens to be looking down and sees her and they lock eyes but it's not your traditional kismet soulmate eye-locking moment it's more a moment of confusion and bewilderment between the two of them the one is looking at the other with a look of amazement like what's what's your story why are you in a tree and why are you riding in a car with a helmet and your feet up on the dash so both characters become very curious about each other and I'm not going to tell you the whole story but the other reason I really love this story is because our main character June played by Mary Stuart Masterson is dealing with mental illness brought on by childhood trauma And she acts out when she's frustrated and scared and confused by lighting things on fire, by throwing things and destroying things. Just about everybody in her life. Except for Johnny Depp's character. and her brother, Benny. You see, they stick around. Throughout the whole movie. No matter how much she acts out, no matter how much she pushes them away, no matter what she does, they stay. Because both understand her. Her brother Benny understands because he suffered the same trauma as she did. Although he was older and able to cope. But he understands his sister. And he wants to protect her and help her to have the best life while struggling to find a life of his own. And Johnny Depp's character, he understands her because he too is just a little off. Although his character isn't violent or destructive or angry. Now his character is quirky, odd, funny, extremely talented in a non-traditional way and overlooked by almost everyone except June she is intrigued by him 
See, June is an artist. She appreciates art, the artistic mind and soul. Johnny Depp's character doesn't realize he's an artist. But he appreciates the beauty of June's art. The beauty of June. And the two fall in love. But nobody thinks them capable of loving each other. Because, you know, they suffer. They aren't quite mentally all there. Therefore, they must be incapable. And throughout the movie, the stress of life gets to June. She begins to act out more and more. But she's acting out not because her mental illness is overcoming her, but because she is not free to live her life. No one trusts her abilities. No one lets her try. And she, after finding love, just wants to see what's possible. And so through the course of the movie, what we see is that June decides she would rather be locked up in an institution than be put in a home by her brother. Or to be controlled to the point that she has no freedom or choice. See, in the institution, she can choose. She can say, you're not allowed to come see me. And that's what we see her character do. So she shuts everyone out. Everyone. And she is alone in a room. And that's when her brother Benny and Johnny Depp's character, the love of her life, conspire together to rescue the fair maiden. I'm not going to tell you how it all happens or how it turns out, but I do want to tell you about one of my favorite scenes near the end of the movie, and it gets me every time. see June's brother and the love of her life can't figure out how to sneak into her room and she's blocked them from getting near her so they have to sneak in <laughs> they just want to talk to her and so the two of them work together to create a diversion so one of them can get in the room so June's brother Benny ends up in the room talking to June. And while they're arguing in the room about the life June wants to have and how she believes that the choices and mistakes she has made and what she suffers with 
caused the man that she loves, the man who understands her, to run away. You see Johnny Depp's character outside the window. He has found a rope and he has climbed up several stories to try to talk to her. But of course everything goes kind of haywire and he ends up swinging past the window out of control just trying to see her and get her attention. And it's one of the funniest scenes I've ever, I've ever watched. But it's also one of the sweetest. Because nothing will stop this man from getting to the woman he loves. Not even the woman he loves. See, he is going to walk 500 miles. And if that's not enough, he's going to walk 500 more just so that he gets to be the man who has walked a thousand miles to fall down at her door. It's a wonderful movie. It's funny. Highly quotable. It's one I identify with probably all too well. I'm the queen of pushing people away. I'm the queen sometimes of acting out. But you're only going to see it if you're in the inner, inner circle. I keep it tightly locked up. And I would rather be alone with some semblance of control than to be with anyone. Who removes my control, my choice, my freedom, my ability to try, opportunity to try. because they think me incapable. They underestimate me, dismiss me. And yet, at the end of the movie, June realizes she really doesn't want to be locked up in an institution. And her brother and the love of her life realize that they want to give her the opportunity to try and see what she's capable of. That's what I want. I just want to see what I'm capable of. And I would love to have someone who would count it a privilege to walk not just 500 miles, but 500 more miles 
when he realizes that 500 isn't enough. Just so he gets to be the man who walks a thousand miles to fall down at my door. I want a man like that. Man who says, if I go out, I go out because I know I get to be the man who goes out with you. And if I party too hard, and I end up throwing up, I'll know that I'll be throwing up right next to you. Because you've partied too hard with me. And if I go to work, I go to work and get through my day because I know I get to come home to you. A man who understands that it's a privilege to find someone who connects with you, who understands you, who is intrigued by you, who will push you to always try and applaud when you succeed in trying. Someone who will celebrate the fact that they get to be the person, the woman who walks 500 miles when she realizes that's not enough. She walks 500 more just to be the woman who gets to walk 500 miles to fall down at his door. But that's a movie and that's a song. guess we'll just have to wait and see if either of those things can be reality. But until then, I strap on my helmet, put my feet up on the dash, and keep looking around. Because you never know. who you might see up in a tree. <laughs> but if you're not looking, if you're not out living life, you're never going to see him. So to end tonight's episode and leave you with a quote from my favorite movie. I'm gonna say, anyway, that's enough for tonight. This is M signing off for now. Asking you 
if we have an internal sequin issue to deal with. And in order to understand that quote, you're going to have to see the movie now. <laughs> and you're welcome. Good night. <laughs>